to do that. You can still get haters. Like, look at Jesus. People hate on him. What did he do? Nothing bad. Do you know exactly what I mean? Exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've even got haters. Believe it or not, I don't do anything bad. I don't even get involved in drama. I've got people that don't like me. Uh, and same I'm with me. successful like Nick. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I realise, you know, from doing it, and like, you, no matter who you are and what you do, I know, geez, we need to go back to that comment. It is Monday Club and I am Fat Sam. Now, I've got a deal for you. Go and check out expertelectrical.co.uk. They're the UK's number one online wholesaler. They specialise in industrial and commercial stuff, um, but they do a range of everything, really. Check them out. They might revolutionise the way you do business, if I can even get them words out correctly. Um, quote Bundy 10 and get your 10% discount. They are the UK's number one. Why not go and check them out? Expertelectrical.co.uk. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Monday Club. We are back in town. We're a man short. I don't know what's happened. We're a man down. Hopefully they join us a little bit later during the podcast. In the house tonight, we've got Nico Bundo sporting his SWA merch. Boom. Boom. Delicious. Kimmy sporting the uh, eyelashes of doom. Come on. Looks like she's about to go on a night out in Croydon. Come on. Croydon? Croydon is South London. It's... it's. Oh. it's where I'm and you're from Croydon. Yeah, you're from yeah. there, aren't you? Yeah, it's yeah. very, very far. That's what yeah, I say. Yeah, do you know what? It's one, it's one of the worst places to get to in London. It's like... Yeah. Really goes no there. matter where you are, it's a two-hour drive. Even if you're a South London, to get there, it's still a two-hour drive. It's long. It's, it's literally like Bermuda Triangle. It's it's impossible to. You can you can get you can get a train there easy from most places. If coming from Victoria, you can get a tram there as well, isn't it? Yeah, the tram. Tram. Ages, Trust me, yeah. I didn't even know they had those have... in the UK. I say where. I... So I'll tell you why they have a tram because um, the tram goes to Wimbledon. Now Croydon was all marshland back in the day. It was marshland, so they don't have the ability to tunnel under the marshland and keep a secure tunnel under there so right. they've been trying for years to sort of work out how they can do it to connect Croydon to the rest of London tube network they couldn't do it so in the end they've done the tram network oh so no way yeah so we've got we've got the un the overground that goes to West Croydon which is basically part of the tube network but not really and then you've got um oh. the tram that goes to Wimbledon that's part of the the tube network but not really Oh, is that why they don't have an underground connecting you straight from East London to like Hackney? You've got to go around because they couldn't because Hackney have all these marshes and everything and they so, can't build I, underground I, tunnels. So I don't that know is so that. smart. I, I only know my, my like, Croydon history. But same concept applies. I never knew that. How did you learn this fact? Because oh, I'm brainy. It's just what I do. No, you live so. <laughs> I've got, a, to be fair, obviously around here, you get, when Sam came up to Stafford, it was to go from where I was. If you want to go from one side of Stafford to the other, it's not a big place. It's a good big town, but it's not a big place. If you went now with no traffic, you could easily smash it in about 10 minutes. If you what? were to go, yeah, if you were to do it when Sam turned up at lunchtime, to move two miles would take you, give or take half an hour easily. But that's awesome. not bad. I was talking on the phone earlier. I would jump onto this subject afterwards about other type of work, but 
I remember when I first started, I used to do, it was a company that I worked for. <laughs> I can hear the seagulls. What? Uh, yeah, what? <laughs> seagulls, open, seagulls open its shed door. Um, I used to fit hot tubs. This guy used to sell them and I used to go down and wire in the hot tubs. And it was a bit of everywhere. And one of them was in Wimbledon. And he was like, oh, yeah, someone here's the address. And I just stocked the van up with, like, way too much stuff just in case. So travel down there. I think I left at, like, four in the morning, got down there for about eight. Did it all really well, no problem at all, but didn't realise that when I was leaving, it was actually, Wimbledon was actually on, like, the tennis. And it oh. took me, like, I think it was nearly eight hours to get home. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing. Why it's would anyone want to live here? Wimbledon's on. I worked at Wimbledon, not Centre Court, at Court Number One, because they've got a retractable roof and all that. I worked there for a while. That was an interesting job. I got money mm. from that job. Um, and because I hated the supervisor so much, we got into an argument. And then the next, so I went home that night um, and he sent me a text message saying, um, Yeah, you're fired. I turned up That's the next nice. day to get my tools and they was already at the gate. They wouldn't let me on the premises. Oh, wow. Yeah, so another... Doesn't sound like you. Doesn't sound like you. I know. I'm such a non-confrontational person. Well, what was I going to say about the Wimbledon thing? I've been on the phone earlier to a guy rang me about doing a bigger job. Um, Garage. Not a garage. I mean, like a car garage conversion. And me and Adam have had a a chinwag about it because now things are moving forward with YouTube. I'm getting a lot of people outside my area ringing me up to do with the jobs, which is cool. We went up to Kids Grove the other day to do a quote for a rewire. It's about 50 minutes from me. Then there's another one. A guy rang me about Heathrow, but that's a no-go now because he wants it doing too soon. Um, but then it was... I've got work booked in now, but there's only 11 EICRs left to do. As in not to do, sorry, to book in. I think I've got 20 left. Obviously, then the remedials. But after that, we have said, let's breach outside our comfort zone, our little barrier that we have around Stafford and the surrounding villages. And we'll take on these bigger jobs and we'll travel and we'll stay over in places and let Adam experience what it's like to wow. work on the road. Um, That's so the whole quote dream, in. you know. That's amazing. I'm yeah. so happy for you, you know. Do you Thanks. know what, though? Basically, I'm really jealous, but I'm like, happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I found with working away, I can't do it. I can't be away from my I've not done it since of having child. kids. I can't be away from them. It's tough. Like, no. but I suppose it's different if you're working for yourself. You know, why right, we've got three days here or four days here. You're not going to do a whole week, are you? No. Uh, well, we said depending on what it is, uh, especially it was a, a quaint one in Nottingham at the moment. That's that's an hour and a half for me. Literally, I've got I've already booked in three re- rewires already, so I'm fully booked till like the end of July now, which is unbelievable, really. Don't you, um, think you should take a note out of um, Jamie Curry, Jamie Curry from Home Rewire, and learn to do them in a day. Impossible just for me and Adam. I enjoy the process of it. I really like rewires. Like I get his the business side of that is perfect for someone that wants people in and out, gone. That's it. No messing. But I really enjoy them. Um the whole process through it, the job satisfaction at the end. But if we were to do one, you know, we would stay over in Nottingham, let's say for five days, get it done, really stock the van up and uh, put on the price for the customer to say this food, well, evening meals, I would say, and accommodation. And the good thing about now is as well, if I'm going to go and do this, we've got FaceTime. You know, I can say goodnight to the kids on the phones or on the iPads and, yeah, enjoy it. Branch out a little bit, not go stupid, not every week, but try these bigger things out. I'm genuinely looking forward to it. It, it, I I just found it really rough and I couldn't do it. 
Kimmy, have you... Um, listen, before we get into all this nonsense talk about how awesome Nick is... No. What, what did you do this week? Um, oh, mate, this is, this, is a, this is a growing problem. No, no, no. Uh, what did I do this week? Um, I, um... Um... Terrible. I'm sure I did something. I'm sure I did something. I must have. Wait, this weekend. I'm you sure I went to work today. on Friday. I told you today you was working. Yeah, but that's today. But that's not like last week. Let's, let's go with. Oh, today I didn't actually make it to work. Um. So what happened is. Did you have your vest on? You stabbed your vest. No, I don't have that anymore because I stopped working that company, so they took it back because it cost like four, five hundred pounds the ones they got. Um, but yeah, basically today's jobs they um, got rescheduled, which was fine. So I'm doing them tomorrow. So tomorrow's just basically going to be a super busy day. Uh, one of the ladies that I was supposed to go there today, she ended up saying she wants to think whether she wants the ten pounds extra for the smoke alarm that has the built-in battery or not. You know, the um, ICO 3000 series has the rechargeable battery, so you can't change it and take it out and stuff. So I told her that it's only like 10, 15 pound extra for the materials. And she's like, oh, I need to think about this and discuss with my brother. And I thought, that makes no sense. Clearly you're second guessing whatever. So I've just left that. And then another one was um, somebody was trying to steal electric and they blew up the meter or whatever, the electrics, that's what they said. And they said they literally got a cable and just tried to connect it together. And it just went bang and just blew everything and everything's just crazy. So they asked me to come and help them repair it before somebody else comes and finds out. And I thought, I don't really want to get myself into that mess. You can't and touch a meter. You know that, no. don't you? I know, I know. And that's the thing. Obviously, imagine somebody was trying to sell electric and they blew up whatever they blew up. And now that would mean that I'd have to, do you know what I mean? And I said, you know what? Like, I'm not, not going to that mess. So I'm like, yep, yeah, nope. For you to deal just, with, I didn't even advise her anything. To be honest, I was just like, you don't. Who's your um, Who's your local DNO? Is it Western Power for you as well? It'd be UK Power Networks. Most most of the the parts in London, but some flats have like a separate sort of thing looking after them. I don't know how it works, but I've come across it a few times. But I've got the name because it's been quite rare. Uh, but yeah, I just even want to just even go there. I was like, yeah, mate. Um, worth it. Yeah, and. And then I had to, another test and they said, oh, it'll be at six o'clock. And I thought, if I go there and come back, I won't make it. And then after this, actually, I'm going to do a bit of work, but it's not electrical related. So that's what I did today. So basically I didn't work. And, but I'm, I'm booked for tomorrow and for the rest of the week, like I'm actually really busy and I'm actually fully booked for the rest of the week for once. And I will actually go to work. I promise, guys. Um, do you know what's quite interesting, though? Would you, Nico, would you, I would never mess about with the head. No, never. never. If there's anything no. ever, anything wrong, a hole in it, I've gone to it before doing the ICRs, oh. not recently, but in the past couple of years where you've got a hole missing or someone's hit it and it's, because obviously it's very brittle plastic as well. Yeah. One good knock, obviously you're missing the, 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 the frame over the top of the neutral block or the earth block, anything like that. DNO straight on the phone. Yeah. You just you're not allowed. There's meter as well. Yeah, We've yeah. been to one where um a, a rewire years and years ago with my old boss, and we turned all the power off and we were messing around and whatnot. And I got a shock from a socket. And he looked at me like, 
like he was worried like I was going to go, oh, God, yeah, we haven't tested it off. It's like he ripped the main tails out of the wall. We were gutting it. And um, when the person was, it was two houses back to back, the same guy owned the houses, then sold them separately. And they pinched a socket off from the lounge room next door and drilled it through. Um, So we had to, who did we ring? (sighs) He rang someone that came out and obviously it was then quickly disconnected. But the, the new owners of the house had no idea that it was like this so it was just sort of we went around there cut it off and that was the end of it we've had it before where uh, the terrace house is some in stafford still obviously back in the day they were all the roofs were all connected so you could walk through them all yeah, mm, yeah. Um, and then obviously they were bricked up when uh, the fire barriers went and everything but there was a couple in stafford that still weren't like it and we had the same thing people pinching they would go across in the loft and pinch a lighting supply bring it off and then start a grow like four doors down off a lighting circuit wow that is yeah i wish i had a gopro back then (laughs) (laughs) it's so mental isn't it um what i was gonna say is um i've got a bit of a topic this week okay um and it's about going to work ill now i'm a subcontractor um self-employed subcontractor um and reputation as a subcontractor um is key really so if you are i call it a low maintenance subcontractor so you turn up every day you turn up on time and you turn up like you're about to work so what i mean by that is you don't turn up in jogging bottoms with a hole in some holy boots and uh half a tool bag you turn up ready to go looking like you're about you're about being an electrician now i've got an injury I don't really know how I've done it. I think I've done it crawling through the dirty void that I've moaned about for so long. And I've damaged my elbow. I've got fluid on my elbow. It's got infected. And now I've got a ming-mong arm that's like twice the size of what it should be. Um, And I went to work today. And I went to work because Mondays. If you phone up and say, listen, mate, I've got fluid on my elbow. It's got infected. Um, I'm not in today. Mm, they think you're hungover mate yeah like they're gonna think you're hungover or they're gonna go you just yeah whatever do you know what i mean Mm. like whatever like no one believes you straight off the bat no one believes you secondly you become unreliable um and now you're a high Mm. maintenance subby so you're not turning up on time um you're phoning in with dumb excuses so all the and it's like the dichotomy of do you take care of yourself first or do you take care of your reputation first? And I find that's quite an interesting conversation because I made the wrong choice today because I won't be able to go in tomorrow now because I'm going to have to go to hospital and have it sorted out. There's two ways to look at it though. Like you, you made the effort to do up today and they could clearly see that you've obviously got a problem with your arm and injury. Uh-huh. So when you ring up tomorrow, they can go, it's believable and understandable. Different. I, I It wouldn't work for me because obviously self-employed turn people's houses. But with you... Yes, depending on how the severity of it, if it was too bad, then you need to look after like a bit of self-care first. But it's it's one of one and two of the other, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's, how it's bad a... was it? it could, you still went in today. Yes, you uh... went to work. You still got your day's wages. And you've also given yourself a good reason not to go tomorrow. Well, I think it was a mistake. If I, if I, if I could make that decision this morning, I would have just took the hit. Took the hit. Yeah. But um, would you have gone to the hospital today if you didn't go into work? Yes, 100%. Oh, you would have? Okay, yeah, then yeah, yeah. then that answers I went, your I question. Went yesterday. I went yesterday, I got antibiotics, um, and 
all that, but they've not kicked in yet. So going to no. work today, obviously, I haven't been like my the 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 foreman I'm working for is a top top guy, really nice guy, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. Take it easy. You need to go, go. Don't stress yourself. It ain't worth it. But yeah, it is. It was silly because I've been working all day. It's made it worse. Um, and I wonder how many people do that. How many people just battle through to sort of save their reputation? It's not. I'm not doing it for money. Like it's not for money. I don't care um, about the money. It's not a problem. Not saying I'm balling, but what I'm saying is I'd have a day off and not think twice about the money. It's more about the reputation. I'm trying to make a good impact with these guys because they're a local firm that do a lot of work, um, and I really like working for them. I'm, I've sort of found my passion again. Mm. Um, yeah, I can tell. We can tell I that can from tell. the videos. Yeah, you're like fishing water. Yeah, man, it's just fun. It's fun what I'm doing. Um, so I don't want to ruin that. Stop there a second. To the 2,000 subscribers on EGTE Monday Club, go across to Sam's channel and subscribe because he's putting some cracking little videos out on industrial stuff. So oh, uh, go boost so him up a bit. Thank you very much. It's but, a fact, you know. Cheers, bro. Good. But um, the next thing I want to go on to is our sponsors at SWA. They have a... Um, they've got a question for us. So let's hear them. Hi all, Dan here from SWA, and for this week's tech topic, we would like you to discuss Tennis. Right, so the question that Dan's asking is obviously talk settings on various different sizes of lugs or eye crimps or that sort of stuff. So for me, myself as domestic, we really only use eye crimps up to 10 mil for our gas and our water bonding. Um, if I'm honest, I didn't really know there was a regulation for a talk setting because I've it's just not, got it's normal... It's not necessarily talk settings. What he's saying is about the calibration of your tool right. crimping. So... so I've never seen, I don't know, it might have done actually. Mine just normal crimpers. I've got Nipex crimpers. Yep. I didn't know they came with a calibration certificate, to be honest, or no, where you, I would take them get, to get calibrated. Yeah, I wouldn't. See, this is the thing. I don't know where you take to get them calibrated. Let's have a look right now. Yeah, that's it's a good odd. question. Because I've never seen anybody even advertise that on Instagram. Like I've seen no. test the calibration, but never anything else calibration i do like one thing that we've started doing quite recently because of youtube and as i've seen it on instagram quite a lot is we've bought loads of different heat shrinks now so when we're doing the terminations for the earth and water bonding we're just putting a little bit of green and yellow get a little bit of heat on it shrink wraps it around and it makes the finish so much better go on sam so um there's a company called pass ucas accredited calibration services at ucas accredited laboratory or on site Sounds like a bit of a scam. <laughs> no, it's not a scam, but laboratory. Relax, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, calibrate. Do t do crimp tools need calibrating? Crimp tool review. I bet. Do you know what? This is where we're missing Mark because yeah, he would know. Mm. He would know. Why don't we reason... people call like um, you know that who wants to be a millionaire? Hello, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Friend. <laughs> to everyone realizing why Mark's not here, he's um, he texts about half an hour before the show is 
wherever he lives in the middle of nowhere, the Wi-Fi has gone down. But even even if he did 4G, the, apparently they've never heard of 4G up in Yorkshire. They so, still uh, got 3G. Yeah. Oh my god, we're on like nearly 6G here in London. Listen, this is a really good website. It's called calibrate.co.uk. It's this past group. UCAS accredited. Go and check it out. Try and learn about what it is and what it means to get accredited um, calibration for your for your crimpers. I've never in all my life calibrated any of my crimpers. No, I can't say. Let everyone listening in the YouTube world, obviously not on Podbeam or that sort of stuff, put it down below if you've ever got it calibrated did you need it to did you know it had to because i for one didn't definitely well do you know what years ago ricky was telling me uh ricky the uh, one of the founders of egt was telling me um about crimping and i think we've done a we i think we talked about on a podcast about calibrating your crimping tool but i didn't know it was a thing up until now no not at all so why don't you just go on your phone nick no 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 i'm looking at the local people to me because I was seeing if the calibration centre did it. Because I've got a local calibrate, like for megas and all that sort of stuff. I bet. Do you know who you should? Do you know who you should text immediately? Nipex. Well, yeah, because they're the ones uh, supplying it to you, isn't it? Who knows more than Nipex? See if old David Barnes wants to come on the podcast right now. Zoom him in. Kimmy. Billy. <laughs> who do you? Um, what crimpers do you use? Red ones. <laughs> um, I don't know the brand. I don't. They're not Nipex. CK. Maybe CK. Show us your tool bag, Kimmy. <laughs> the new one. Yeah. Oh, I well, just I- sent a text to Dave. I said, "Where do I get my crispers calibrated? Bloody crispers, autocorrect." It um. My new tool bag comes with like a little pink pom-pom on it. Oh, it is a bag. So here, I'm going to keep my crimpers. It's going to be awesome. And then, anyways. Thing is, like you say, and I've done this with the ICRs, or the little stuff that you do for the social housing, you don't need a lot of tools. Literally, do you know, normally, when I go into social housing, right, so when we um, were in the middle of this whole uh, COVID lockdown thing, uh, the company I was working for at the time, they actually banned us from bringing in tool bags onto the job. So because obviously health and safety, we would have to wipe down every single tool we touch before we go in. Yeah. As we're working, we have to then when we leave, got to wipe everything again. And then same thing on every job. So imagine we're going into 10, 11, 12 different properties a day in and out. We're doing all the wiping. So what I used to do is literally my little continuity testers, a uh, little plus screwdriver, little minus one that is it go into the job and then i realized you know what i was able to use that nearly on every single job and get the job done i did not need any other tools so yeah right. see for the longest time i scaled down my tool bag my um so i use a dewalt box uh dewalt uh tea stack box put a couple of uh, hooks on it so as i could clip on a shoulder strap and i would put in there just what i needed for the first day you know because often, when you arrive at a new job, so I used to do a lot of travelling in London, so you'd get on the train, get into London, and then have to walk to the next tube station, then from the tube station probably go to an... Not that. Go to another... Um, <laughs> go to another um, tube or something like that, or get on a bus, 
and it's surprising how quickly your tool bag gets real heavy. Mm. Like, yeah. you walk 20 meters, you're like, why is this so heavy? And I'd scaled it down to just a bare minimum for, to start a job. Um, and it wasn't until the other day when I, uh, I went on a mission with my tool bag. I've got a velocity, um, 4.0 or so. I don't know. It's just, it's like the technician's case one and it's the business. I love it more than anything else I have. Any other tool. I love my tool bag the best. It's too heavy. It's too much stuff in it. Way too much. Yeah. Stuff in it. This is why we've now done when, uh, the, the, I've got actually an EICR bag. It's coming out. Well, it's already going to come out when this comes out. But we've got the range of the velocity stuff. So we've got the PB bag, the 7.0. That by itself, holding it with no tools in it, is heavy. Don't get me wrong. I'm a strong guy. It's heavy. So we then got two jobbing bags as well. So the main stuff we're using, we are then putting in the jobbing bags and keeping the main one as our bulk stuff. So most of the time, it's a few of our first fix stuff, a spare test, a spare plug top stuff. A lot of duplicated tools, but if we're going to a bigger job, we'll take the bigger bag. If we're just doing um, smaller ones, we take the jobbing bags, but then we've got the smaller PB bag. Is it the 6.5? It's like a camo version. And I've got that set up at the moment for my testing bags. We've got the Wanderlee, we've got the Clambia, we've got the tester, yeah. we've got three plug top testers, we've got the stickers. My iPad sits on top. Um, and I said to Adam, I want it by the end of this year. I want it's, it's sad, and I know, but just go with it. Have a tool bag almost for each job. First fix, no, a fuse board bag, though, a testing it? bag. And because I've got the unit, we can unload all the stuff. Mate, we're doing two EICRs tomorrow, right? Let's get them bags. Right, we're doing a fuse board the day after. We'll get the fuse board bag with all our stuff. We've got torque screwdrivers. I love it. It's so, awesome. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do the same. This is going to be my fuse board bag. <laughs> and this is going to be my second fix bag. So if anyone can't see who's not watching it on YouTube, Kimmy has literally bought rucksacks from the internet. Wish. 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 Wait, this is available on more places than YouTube. Yeah. On Podbean. No yeah. So people can hear us but can't see us. So when we're sharing stuff off, like oh, now, which I, I was just a few podcasts earlier. Yeah. Just a few of the ones that Google. We're on it. And I find Okay, it so basically Nick's idea, I'm already doing it before he yeah. is. So there you go. Um, oh, Kimmy's just dropped her iPad and the screen's gone off for anyone that can't you know, see the screen. Mark, come back, mate. Come back, come back, come back quickly. Mark. But there's um there's a service bag that Velocity do, and this ain't a plug for Velocity. I just really like their stuff. Um, mm. They do a service bag, which is great for like just in the 2.0. The, the little ones. Yeah, I've got two. I've got yeah, one. So, yeah, so I had the orange one. So I bought the orange one from Mikey from Loadout. Right I'm going to go and get it. Go on. And we set that up. It's in the video, but I set it up. So you know the um, label makers, Kimmy? Have you seen them? The um, Yeah, the brother one. The web brother E550W. So that mm. sits in there. I've got the cartridge in the front. And it's literally just a bag for my tester because I was sick of that. I love case. it. And then we had the other one. I got the black one. Um, which was set up with my mega in, but obviously it's not designed to have a mega and everything. It's mm. very cramped, so that's why we jumped across to the bigger velocity. But I like because I, I can afford it now, and it's I don't it's not a bragging thing. It's the thing where I've got money and I could try other things to see what works and try yeah, exactly. different ranges of bags and, and 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 buying duplicates of it so we can then make multiple bags up to make in essence work easier. Say, it's, cool yeah, yeah, it's like you're preparing for when you expand, really. Exactly, yeah. And I, I, it wouldn't honestly, if I employed someone tomorrow, fully qualified spark, I could literally give them 
everything. I've got spare uh, testers. I've got spare tools, spare drills, batteries. The only thing I don't have is a van because I've just sold the other one. But yeah, it's um, it's very cool. Yeah, no, the Velocity 2.0, it is the business. And Kimmy, that is a bag for you. Time to up your game. Is it the black one or the orange one? A black one. I don't want an orange one. Yeah, but you can't miss it. Well, I want to. But this is the thing with Adam's bag. He's got the Velocity Unilite rucksack. Um, and he loves it. Oh, yeah, I know, Sam. I know. Yeah. Oh, I won't say it. Um, yeah. I promised Sam a beauty light bag. I said I'd buy him one ages ago. And then they run out of stock and then I haven't done it again since. Well, Whatever. enough said about that. Um, mm. Kimmy, what is in store for you next week? What are you doing next week? Next week? Um, well, I know this week. So next week is just carrying on booking in the rest of the work that's been waiting for me for all these months that I've been off. When you so like I said, in this work, is it like, are you still doing the social housing side or is this? No, no, no. Like, so direct... basically the social housing stuff, I felt quite disheartened with it. And when I took this break, the only daunting thing I felt was going back to the social housing. It's only because the money now, I want to go on bigger money. And there is no capacity for that with social housing uh, at the moment for me, because to... To get the the ten, like I've made 10 grand before doing social housing a month, that's fine. But for me to do that, I had to work 20 hour days, drive 10, drive literally what, 15, 16 hours a day, which was pretty much, I think not even allowed, right? So for me to get that kind of money, I'd have to sacrifice all of my time again. And I can't do that right now. So social housing does not give me the capacity to make the kind of money that I want. So unfortunately I've got to leave it for now um so it's just back to doing my estate agent stuff private landlords and all my certificates that i've said before so like the epcs the floor plans taking pictures of people's properties um you know doing all of the all of that kind of stuff that i used to do a few years ago before the social housing stuff how do you get your work so it's literally i've never advertised in my life it's all just people so sometimes because i'm quite a chatty person and um, obviously being a woman, I do get chatted up by builders. So what I do is I turn around, like, you want my number? I'll, I'll give it to you if you call me for work. And then um, I told them I'm an electrician, right? And then obviously, if they try to call me for a date, I'm like, no, mate, sorry, just for work. And then they give me work and I'm like, okay, gets done. They don't get the date, you know, get a lot of work like that, you'd be surprised. And then the rest of it is literally just word of mouth. Fair place. Sometimes Use what you I got. Believe what comes out of Kimmy's head. But it's true. Do you know what? I, I literally sometimes I will pass the building sign. Yeah, as soon as they start chatting me up, I'm like, mate, Kimmy, the sparks here. Call me. That fuse box looks terrible. Or literally, I'll I'll do that. You know, I'll tell the builders, don't do the electrics yourself. Um, and this is how I got a a contract with the guy who had a lot of Papa John's franchises. So I was literally uh chatting to the builder and I said to him like, do you do your own electrics? He said, yeah. And I said to him mate you should not do that because when you mess up and you have to call the electrician they're not going to want to help you so i said to him why don't you let me do electrics and yeah after that i got like a whole little contract doing um stuff with papa johnson and that that i end up sub subcontracting out um so yeah no advertising all just word of mouth and just me being a chatty person chatting to anybody that wants to chat to me good job but I'm trying to level up my game now. So hopefully in the next week, um, month or two, um, yeah, I'm going to see what... Because I've heard other people use like, all these websites, like, uh, what's that? Trades, 
Check a trade and all that. Yeah, that one. So all of these things, I've heard people using them. Obviously, I'm not planning to directly sign up myself, but something similar or maybe even like running adverts on Google. I don't know. I've heard people doing that. And you know what? Actually, there is a book somebody on Instagram recommended to me and I totally forgot their name, uh, but it's a book by an electrician. And um, it's coming sometime this week. And apparently it's really, really good. Let me just see what it's called. The guy's name was James Dewayne. Yeah, if you ever heard of him. So, no. Oh, I've seen this on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Is he bald? So they recommended this little book. And I was like, yeah, some little bald guy. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, I keep seeing it on Facebook. Yeah, let's have a chat. so somebody said um somebody recommended the book to me and they said they it changed their life and it got them the business it went from nothing to loads of people and it changed their life and i thought you know what i'll order the book it's only 9.99 plus postage what like what have i got to lose and i thought you know what the more i get inspired and like i said the more i speak to all these sparkies that want to help me i'm just going to try to level up my game so that yeah, I can you know bringing on what you put on Instagram the other day? Because Kimmy mentioned me on one of her stories. Did you see it, Sam? So you were saying about it was about uh, Art Smart with Rich Heppel. Yeah, and I discovered he... his page for the first time, and I was like, "That's cool." Yeah, so the Kimmy's story pretty much went like you found out his stuff, and you you saw from a year and a half ago where he was, but just by himself to now with employing what fifteen people yeah, having and, like, all worldwide all stuff, and, that, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Um, but then you get a lot of people on top that hate it, not him, but hate the situation yeah. down to jealousy or because they obviously haven't got enough drive themselves to, to achieve what he's done. And there's so much negativity surrounding it. So people just can't be happy for people. They have to pick the faults in everything. <laughs> Before Sam says something, I want to say something. So you carry on, Nick. No, no, go on. Oh, so I was going to say, uh, what was quite interesting that is, obviously I've got a lot of messages regarding that. And one of the um, one of the electricians on Instagram, he replied back saying, oh, well, I could teach this for free. And I said to him, but you're not, right? And um, he said, well, you know, you could just, I could teach anybody how to terminate data cables, blah, 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 blah. And he kept saying that I could, I could, I could. And I said, well, you're not. And somebody else is out there doing it. I decided to put price on it. And people want to learn that, so they're paying it. And I said, by the time I go on YouTube and try to learn these things or try to find Sparks who will teach me for free, I'm going to spend a half a year trying to, you know, figure this out. But here's somebody that put everything together, put a big price on it. And there's people out there who have that money and are okay to pay it. So I would say that myself personally, you guys know I love Pretty Rocks. I will spend £100 on a Pretty Rock. For me, that's not a problem. But now ask me to spend £100 on like a... Or however many hundred pounds tra- lost yeah. bags are, no way. Ask me to spend more than seventy pound on a pair of shoes, never. Ask me to spend two fifty on a rock, I'll do it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So basically, my point is, it's priorities. It's priorities. So some people would spend money on something and not on other things. So it's just about what you personally prioritize in life. And for other people, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand on some education about something they're going to enjoy that will make it convenient for them is nothing. Yeah, and I, I that that leads back to what I've seen on Facebook years ago, where someone goes, they walk into a shop and a T-shirt is forty quid, and they go, "I'm not spending forty quid on a T-shirt." But then later that night, they'll buy a Domino's for forty-five quid. Exactly, exactly. Like it, you, I'm the same. I never super dry. I went in there. It's like I love the hoodies, and I occasionally I'd buy one, and I get I'm not spending eighty-five pound on a hoodie. That's yep. stupid money. And then that night, I go to the pub and spend about one hundred forty quid. <laughs> so yeah, yep. exactly. 
Exactly. So I think he, he made a product. He found a market audience for it. He's now it's made selling. a market himself, yeah. Yeah, um, even that, yeah. It, it's that, awesome. That's the difference. I don't begrudge anyone creating a niche for themselves and marketing it. It's it's so mental that someone would hate on someone for, for that. He might be... And, and what you find is with, with these successful people, a lot of people have the ump with them about certain things. Oh, he mm. wasn't nice enough about this. Or he was a bit of a dick about that. But to be successful and to get anywhere in life, you have to... You have to push make away tough forward. Decisions. Well, yeah. you have to put make tough decisions that ultimately upset people, and that's why you get haters. Um, and then you and even that haters. you don't have to do that. You can still get haters. Like look at Jesus; people hate on him. What did he do? <laughs> Nothing bad. Do you know exactly what I mean? Exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've even got haters. Believe it or not, I don't do anything bad. I don't even get involved in drama. I've got people that don't like me. Uh, and same I'm with even me. Successful like Nick. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I realise, you know, from doing it, and like, you, no matter who you are and what you do, I know, geez, we need to go back to that comment. No matter what you do, someone will always not like Literally, it. Literally, he's turned it... water into wine and people hate him, though. Like, what's... <sighs> what's <laughs> <laughs> what? How do you not love Kimmy? Like, who says stuff like that? Listen, listen. Let's go on a high. Let's go. You listen. Let's go. Yeah. Monica, we're out. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> oh, 